0: It's the Yopcast for December 11th, 2017, featuring JP Howard leading our workshop and kicking off the open mic. I am your host and MC once again, Jason Koo. This month's Yop was our final Yop of the year and a very special one because it included the poem of the year, Smackdown, featuring. Our 12 winners of Poem of the Month over the past year competing for Poem of the Year honors. At the end of this YOP, we also honored one poet from our YOP community with our Yawper of the Year award. Since this was such a long event, we're going to have to split up the podcast into two parts. So this is part one of the final yawp cast of the year featuring only the open mic portion of the event. So that means JP Howard plus 12 other poets on our shortened open mic for this yop and then part 2 will be our poem of the year smackdown and also our poem of the year winner from last year giving a reading as well as the previous yopper of the year and the final yopper of the year not sure you needed to know all of that right now but uh because you can probably hear this on the intro to part 2 but uh, now you got the information twice Which just makes your life Hopefully twice as good Anyway Our open mic readers For December 11th Included Julie Hart Mansa Miro, Saba A Anna Lamanta Salisbury Esteban Silva Leah Tresrine Alan Braverman Annie Virginia Judy Schneier Gerald Wagoner Joe Nasta and Ricardo Hernandez. So, part one of the December 11th Yopcast featuring our open mic. Have a listen, and I hope you enjoy. How is everyone doing? Now, that is what I'm fucking talking about. A workshop applause was minimal, but this open mic crowd is fantastic. I love seeing people sitting on, not that I want you to sit on the floor, but I love seeing people sit on the floor and stand in the back because that means we have an amazing crowd for the poets who are reading tonight. So this is the Brooklyn Poets Yop Open Mic. If you have not been here before, my name is Jason Koo. I will be your host and MC tonight. A few announcements before we begin. It is the holiday season, which means it is a time for giving, Right? <laughs> Not that uh, the current administration would have us believe that or uh, a lot of other things happening in the world, but uh, when we are here, we like to give. We are generous people, so uh, we would be happy if you would give us some donations in that little jar back there behind Tess. Uh, or get a membership. You know we love those. Or buy some swag. It's 20 for p- 25% off. It makes a great holiday gift. You see how it looks on me. It looks beautiful. This is a size medium. If you're wondering how it fits... Uh, the Brooklyn Poets Anthology is also on sale, $5 off back there. We also have J.B. Howard's book for sale, Say Mirror. It's a fantastic book. Give her a round of applause, for sure. And we have a other, couple other chapbooks on the table behind Tess. One is a chapbook that Shara Hardison is actually giving away, so you don't have to pay for that. Yeah, or, you know, give her a, don- or a donation maybe for us and for Shara. And, and uh, there is a chapbook by my beautiful fiancée, Ana Maria Farina, It is a yeah. Give her a round of applause, and also for fuck's sake, give her parents a round of applause all the way here from São Paulo, Brazil. Yeah, (laughs) they are here. They were downstairs during the workshop talking to my best friend Gunny Scarfo, who will be officiating my wedding. Apparently, he has made the grade and is has been approved for the job. So uh, let's give Gunny a round of applause as well. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't know, Gunny Scarfo is actually the Broken Poets board president. You don't see him often at our events, I know, but that doesn't mean he doesn't love us. It's just, it's just that he has a one-year-old now
1: <laughs>
0: who, who had to see Santa yesterday. So he has other responsibilities. Uh, but Anna has a chapbook for sale. It's a beautiful book of uh, Mandala. Watercolors that are matched with poems by Nawal Muradovich, who many of you know from the open mic. She's performed here several times. Also, I have a new chapbook out called Sunset Park. It is also on the table back there. Let's give me a round of applause. Thank you. I could tell some of you wanted to, but uh, weren't sure when the right moment would be. And uh, if you remember cassette tapes, it also comes with a cassette tape. So you can buy either one or, my recommendation, both. <laughs> All right, $9 for the chapbook, $6 for the tape, or $12 for both. Makes a great holiday gift. People will be like, what the fuck do I do with this tape? <laughs> Tell them there's a free digital download inside. <laughs> it's incredible. Okay, so if you have been here before, you know uh, the rules, but I'll go over them again. If you are on the main list, you get three minutes on the mic, and that is one poem of three minutes and my god are we going to be strict tonight because you know we have a long night ahead of us so please do not go over your time don't you dare read another poem or or alan here show stand up and show everyone your shirt for a second i'll tell you what's going to happen to you if uh you go over your time limit you see what this says it says uh braver men because badass isn't what does that say isn't an official last name so this is, the, this is my muscle up here. You will be dealing with Alan Braverman <laughs> if you go over your three-minute time limit. One poem, three minutes max on the mic. We have 12 poets on that list, uh, unless someone didn't show up. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I'm just going to sidestep that little comment. This is Arthur Russell, everybody. The views of Arthur Russell do not represent the views of Brooklyn poets. <laughs> okay. Three minutes max on the mic. We have 12 poets. It is a short and open mic. We usually have more poets. After the open mic, do I have everyone's attention? Do I have to use my teacher voice? Sarah? Del? (laughs) After the open mic, we have our Poem of the Year Smackdown, which I am so excited about. Let's give a round of applause for the 12 finalists for Poem of the Year. (laughs) Who will be competing... For Poem of the Year honors tonight, it's really exciting. This is where it all comes together (laughs) in December. Uh, There is a cash prize for Poem of the Year. This year it is, Arthur's going to be mad or Julia's going to be mad when they hear this. This year the prize is $250, which which is a lot of money for us. (laughs) And then after the Poem of the Year Smackdown, while we tally the votes, we're going to have a couple of special readings The first reading will be uh, by our former Poem of the Year winner, Julia Knobloch, who is in the house. Let's give her a round of applause. 2016 is not going out without a big bang at the end. After Julia reads, our Yawper of the Year from last year, right? 2017. Arthur Russell, <laughs> whose views sometimes represent the views of broken poets, <laughs> will be reading. And then we will announce our Yawper of the Year for 2017. I think I said you were 2017, but you are 2016. You. No, the Yawper of the Year for 2017, do you understand? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's hard to keep track after a while, I know. Um, What else? We do record the Yop Open Mic as a podcast called The Yopcast, which you should definitely subscribe to on iTunes. So uh, if you don't want to be in the recording for any reason, just let me know after. It's funny I have my hands in this prayer position this whole time, but I'm just going to keep that going. (laughs) Last month, the audio recording did not record properly, and I'm just hoping everything goes well tonight because it is damn important that it is clean. But uh, if you don't want to be in the recording, you can just tell me and I will strike you from the recording. Um, What am I forgetting, Arthur? I feel like I'm forgetting something. I am forgetting one thing: my phone number. This is why the reason why my phone number is important. Tonight we have two votes. Actually, I know it's hard to keep track, but let's let's use our brains. Let's lock in. <laughs> all right. The first thing we all need to do is vote for poem of the month for this month. All right. So the open mic that happens, we do have to vote for that poet <laughs> who wins the shortened open mic tonight. All right. This is the number that you use to vote for that and for poem of the year. It is seven one eight three seven four. 1953 I will be repeating this throughout the night, 718-374-1953, alright, so we'll have the open mic first, well actually JP will read first, then we'll have the open mic, and uh, then I'll ask you all to send me your text messages, alright, then we'll do the poem of the year, and then you use the same number to vote for poem of the year, all Right. so there are two separate votes, it is a little bit confusing, but only if you're not paying attention, alright, <laughs> I know you know the rules already. Okay, any questions by anybody? Does anyone want to say a prayer? <laughs> the last time I prayed was when the Browns were playing the Broncos in 1989. It, it didn't out. work out. They lost. Yeah. That's the last time. Th- you can see why that's the last time I prayed, right? Okay, uh, our first reader who is going to kick off the open mic. I hope she is here somewhere there. She is. Give it up for JP Howard. Yeah!
3: All right, thank you for everybody who did the uh, workshop. It was great to hear some of the poems and I hope to get some of them emailed. Okay, um, I'm gonna read praise poem for today, since we did praise poems, from my book, Say Mira. Praise the first poet you ever read. Praise mama who asked you to recite her favorite Margaret Walker poem to church ladies at Abyssinia every Sunday when you were in elementary school. Praise sound of your voice then and now. Praise your inner child and her will to live. Praise mama's cycle of sadness. Praise all those tears you shed. Praise that couple who cried when they heard your Trayvon palms. Praise black boys you rap in stanzas. Praise sons who live on through candlelight vigils. Praise your shattered past and your unknown future. Praise sweet sound of words on your tongue before they stain the sheet. Praise poets who split themselves open to save lives. Praise all the poems you don't want to write but will to save your own life. Praise secrets that burn the page. Praise ex lovers who will never die as long as you write. (laughs) Praise beauty of a new poem pushing her way to surface. Praise her shape on the page as she unfolds. Thank you, guys.
0: Thank you, JP. Our first reader on the open mic list is a friend of okay. ours. You will remember her as the Yawper of the Year from 2015. Yes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give it up for Julie Hart, everyone. Yeah!
4: Thank you. Okay, I'm not going to lie, it's a Sestina. Lambido on Broadway. You, a Netsuke with eyes of amber, a language I long to master. We're ambling down the length of Broadway, pausing in Chinatown to listen. An Erhu, whining, haunting. On the dumpling trail again, I'm overcome. These days I'm so easily overcome, often trapped like a wasp in amber, with every taste bud firing. Dumpling of my dreams. I don't want to master my response to you. I am an air who, one string, vibrating on Broadway. Yellow taxis stream down Broadway, a waterfall. I feel it. I'm overcome, my nerves twanging like an air who. We're crossing a river of amber and dopamine. I've become a master, sinking my teeth into another dumpling. Not just any dumpling, but a soup dumpling, the kind you nibble and then slurp on Broadway. A difficult skill, or you burn your tongue. Master it and you'll often be flayed, overcome with sensation, overwhelmed, amber salty liquid speaking like an erhu, who telling you this life is good. An heir who singing its one note song about a dumpling uniting your senses into synesthesia, amber light suffusing your being on Broadway, numbers becoming colors, becoming overcome. Now you know what the haiku master hinted at, a haunting fragility. Master of the melancholic trance that the air who can pull you into, senses overcome by a swirl of cream in coffee, a dumpling releasing its steam, the flow of traffic on Broadway, the flickering of ginkgo leaves, an amber dawn, an obscure sorrow to fix in amber, to feel forever this ambido on Broadway. You and I on this trail of the dumpling. Thank you.
0: I kind of went in and out while that poem was going on the trail of the dumpling. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me want to read the rest of the poem. <laughs> I want to follow the trail back to the dumpling through the poem. Our next reader is a longtime friend of Broken Post. We haven't seen her in a while, but we're excited to see her again. Give it up for Mansa Miro.
5: So I've been reading a lot of uh, Taoist writing uh, recently, and this was after a meditation. It
1: just kind of, boom, happened.
5: Perspective. Words are not things. Thoughts are not deeds. Sound is not meaning. Heat is not hot without something to warm. Yet these exist and happen, much as everything outside just is even when I'm not looking
0: thank you Martha. spiritual and also efficient <laughs> <laughs> which is the best kind of spiritual in my opinion that's how I meditate I'm in and out <laughs> you know, very quick <laughs> yeah well that's why <laughs> Spirituality is—it's is just, just a practical matter for me. The, does Cleveland win or not? <laughs> That's all that matters. Our next poet has a mysterious, just one initial last name. So I hope I pronounce this correctly. Is it Saba A? Give it up for Saba A.
6: I come from myths, miniatures and poetry, roses, pistachios, saffron and rumi, veils and polyamore prevail where I come from, sex myths with shame, passion with chastity. I've been wrapped up, hidden, strapped and quashed, choked, breathing just enough. I love, no, I seek the near dead. I am the lady of the vestiges. Mm -hmm. Bring them to life. I must. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I come from expectations, limitations, mad paradoxes and, ooh, extremes. I burn with the fire of exploded (laughs) dreams. And I must stop hitting this. (laughs) Fireworks, smoke, silence. I cannot hear the music, but I dance and I dance with my head and with my feet. I write and I write, raring to run, run, run.
0: That was the first time someone came up here with a coat, right? Four years, no one's ever come up here with a coat. (laughs) I'm just realizing that now. That's interesting. Um, Our next poet' name is a little bit hard to read. Hopefully, I get this correct. Is it Anna Lamontas Salisbury? Give it up for Anna.
1: Thank you. So the poem I'm going to read uh, is called Wait. We wait for the snow to fall. We wait for the snow to melt. We wait in line at the grocery store. We wait in line at the post office. We wait in line at the MTA. We wait in line at the ATM. We wait for the phone call. We wait for the text message. We wait for God to answer fervent prayers as though we be righteous. We wait for the mood to vanish. We wait for silence. We wait for tranquility to trip over our minds. We wait for the doctor in our paper gown, for the inner workings of a woman's world to be examined. We wait for the blood to be drawn. We wait for test results. We wait for love to come. We wait for love to go as if we expect an ending. We wait for the children to come. We wait for the children to grow. We wait anxiously for them to remember us once again. We wait for our minds to turn off. We wait for our hearts to turn on. We wait for slavery to... We wait for mass incarceration and solitary confinement to... We wait to know safety. We wait to know. We wait for Trump's era to end. We wait for Obama too. We wait for Jesus to come as he promised in a cloud of glory. We wait to know when we can cross the river and the desert. We wait for the sea to claim us or the heavens. We wait to return to a place called home if our captives will let us go. We wait for someday, someday my will come. We wait for special holidays to lay out the silver flatware and dishes. We wait for special occasions to wear red shoes. We wait for good news, we wait for peace. We wait for the day. You wait for me. I wait for you. You wait for I wait for you wait for me. I wait for you. The waiting is the hardest part. Every day you see one more card. You take it on faith. You take it to the heart. The waiting is the hardest part.
0: Thank you, that was nice. Uh, Our next poet is uh, very clearly written on the page, which I appreciate, give it up for Esteban Silva.
7: I'm sorry, my outfit is a cliche. I didn't mean for this to happen. Fearness is off a race to the finish, marked with symbols of gestures, pageantry, and blissful existence. In dusk come droves of necessary lacerations, a spirit of the ages flown in from dry blood. There is a morbid obscenity in the appreciation of everyday life, every circumstance, every happenstance. A bold contrition, a tale of attrition, are we not the descendants of the gods who spoke no further than the truth? Do our masticated figureheads appear only in our altered states? Is my self-determination so important to the surrounding states that I must be confined to a lack of existence? We were always on the front lines and will continue to be regardless of the swift and narrow gaze. We were always on the front line and will continue regardless of the sedentary bureaucrats. We were always on the front lines and will continue until we can no longer continue because this race does not finish where you thought that it did. The path of resistance was never a direct line. There's a splintering of struggle, a fragmented solution, decentralization. Who was I supposed to know? I only hope to know the accurate taste I leave behind. The whirls of laughter that form from the urban scope, a perseverance of genuine translation. I run. When walking is not enough.
0: Thank you, Esteban. Nice man bun. Which part was cliche exactly? The the black or the yeah. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're a poet. It just means you're just means you're cool, right? Uh our next poet is making her Yop debut. Uh, we feel like we've exchanged a few emails about like whether she was going to come or not, but she's finally here. It's very exciting to have her. Is it Leah Cesarene? Sure. No, no. Tell me how. Tell me how it really is. <laughs> you think I can't do Italian? I can do. I can do Italian. Give it up for Leah Cesarene. <laughs>
8: this doesn't have a title but I'm just wrapping my first semester of grad school so that's what it, the title can be <laughs> you wanted someone happy winter nor soup a place by the fire the flesh of someone new I a pattern origami odd nor even an outcome and both the highs and lows I wanted someone empathetic bath nor shower I wanted to wash away the thoughts and walls. It was streaming water diamonds under the pavilion, the kind only pedestrians on the opposite side could see, the kind walkers were dodging, unaware of crystallized beauty, a farewell winter. People shed layers on their walks to work. As I coiled my scarf around my neck, I was reminded of the snakeskin shedding I had so effortlessly made a routine of this time of year. It felt honest to breathe this morning like I was meant for the sun and space.
0: Thank you, Leah. get. I gotta get it right for the recording. I like that. I'll take I'll take that. That's true. losing. Hey, we won twenty two in a row this year, you know, and we won thirteen in a row. Let's just appreciate that. Uh, is Annie Sawyer here? Yeah, there he is, Ricky Hernandez. It's been so long that nobody knows that reference, but uh, <laughs> see, everyone in the front is laughing because they're longtime yappers. Ricky is our original opera of the year. He used, to, he used to just know if people weren't here, he would say negative. Only one time was he wrong in four years, so it's incredible. Give a round of applause for Ricardo Hernandez in the back, everyone. Uh, thank you. <laughs> our next poet on the list, uh, <laughs> I can't remember what that shirt said. His last name is Braverman only because he can't be Alan Badass. Give it up for Alan Badass Braverman.
9: This stuff, this is a painting I've done, and obviously, do we put it up here? Oh, so can see. yeah, and obviously, uh, I have a, a show at the uh, library in Winter Terrace. I cannot, the librarian says put that back in the bag, you know, because of obviously pre K, but okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I work at the library. <laughs> right. okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Good evening, my fellow uh, artists, my fellow uh, poets, and I'm sure there are artists here, and the artistry of poetry. I I do artwork and now retired. I have more time to paint and write poetry. I have a painting here I've done titled Evolution from a Very Different Perspective. It has gone through several transformations beyond my control. Because of its provocative nature, it was hidden behind a garbage pail in my home. I finally liberated it. The painting is back to its original form, here is my poem. Um, My painting was covered with debris. My painting is not debris. Its title is Evolution, where a naked woman is encased in an oval holding an egg. Evolution? An oval? An egg? The form might be spiritual or obscure. The form might be embraced. Can a two-dimensional object be that provocative? though her figure is within sight and restorative. Will a woman in anger hurl the egg at this aging artist? The model then decides to eat the egg, demanding that she be liberated from the garbage partially burying her pose. Can an unclothed female be acceptable until my wife's voice resonates across the room, demanding the removal of the painting? Can I really displace this woman of nature Asking why, she states there are young children visiting, and my art with an unclothed temptress would be inappropriate. The youngster will then be secured from the nudity of the moment. So the painting was turned around, and as I hear the model weeping, her tears loosen the oil paint on the canvas, creating a new image, becoming more acceptable to these pre-adolescent visitors in the in the at the. Uh, Brave in home. Could this new creation fade into oblivion or rise and be born again?
0: Thank you, Alan. I didn't know you were such such a risque artist. You're a dangerous man. Okay, nicely done. I like that you uh brought a painting. That's also the first time someone brought a painting. There was a coach, and now there's a painting. It's incredible. Uh, what else will we have? Does anyone have a bu- Does anyone have a bunny? I feel like someone should have a bunny tonight. I don't know why. A bunny. That's true. Luckily she's not here. Luckily there's <laughs> Luckily luckily there's no swan on a head tonight. Um, is Molly Watson here? Okay, wait, list is looking good for a couple people. Uh, so I have Candy Wolf crossed out, and Annie Virginia in her place. Is that, is that, you, you don't want to read? You're not naughty, I just want to know. Oh, <laughs> So you don't want to, you want to give your spot to Annie. Okay. Thank you. Our next reader is Annie Virginia. Give it up for Annie.
2: Hi, I wasn't planning on reading, so forgive my phone reading. It's not usually my style. Prescription for re-entrance. Enter the South by wrapping molasses kindly around your feet and taffy your tongue. Wear white gloves so the rope won't burn your hands. Don't burn the grits. The leaves chatter gossip and scared teeth. There is unfinished business and stakes resting in woodsheds. The high school football team just won. Something's being lit. Have a dark liquid in your cup at the bonfire when folks come around to talk to you. Don't lean boy, lean into one. Don't watch the hunting knife move natural against denim and make sure your own blade is so well concealed it looks like giving. The deer in the constellations worries on the weekends. The bear holds a Dixie flag between stuffed paws Leek's spoilt honey, honey is re up the back and positioned so that only God above the dark sky can see the damage, forgives it. Eat the Baptist soup of forest meat set in front of you by someone who holds you down by making sure you weigh enough, never believes you do, is sure your fat won't keep you warm enough. The two biggest churches in town grow their steeples a few more inches each year competing for closeness to God in his watch on the black bear. And now the tips are needle points to see which can get deepest under his skin. They baby babble over the privilege of a lightning strike, proof he sees them. You are safer at the soda fountain, where the same people have worked their entire lives, where grease is the innermost layer of the wall, and all you have to answer is, how's your mama in them? Nothing is as flammable as it seems. That's what the prayers do. Say them slow as a backyard creek and the people will believe you. Thank you.
0: Some real good shit, right? (laughs) Annie Virginia was a Brooklyn Poets Fellowship finalist this past fall right yes Uh, we do have fellowships for workshops that you can take for free so uh, our next fellowship application opens in early January if you were interested in that so just to review real quick because we just have a few more readers on the open mic that was Annie Virginia before that was Alan Braverman with the painting Leah Cesarine, Esteban Silva Anna Lamanta Salisbury, Saba A. Monsamiro, and Julie Hart. Our next reader is a regular yawper. We all love her. Give it up for Judy Schneier. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> throat>
5: the Gold Chain. You gave me a gold necklace. Well, you passed on the gold chain your father gave to you. He had the same Guido chain snaking around his Adam's apple. It wasn't your style. I'm sure you never put it on. It went with the gold Rolex he gave you, the one you passed on to your nephew. I took it eagerly. It was the only gold you ever gave me. After you left, gone. I realized you'd rummaged through my things and stolen it. Right away, I thought of that Sharon Olds poem. Her ex, before his exit, dug up the gold bar they had buried years ago and stole it. Now, a gold bar is much bigger and worth much more than my gold chain. Was Sharon's marriage worth more than my not married with children 15 year jaunt with you? He left her for another woman. She found her photograph in the washing machine. Still, she recalled every bit of him with loving attention. The set of his hips, the low tones of his voice, the way it felt to cut his thin, silky hair. Way back, They had buried that gold bar together, and for many years it lay in their garden. We would all agree she's entitled to mourn and express that great weight of feeling in her poems. My gold chain was almost weightless. People would say, you guys fought all the time, why are you still caught up in this? I'm confused too. I don't feel as she did, but I do feel our lives together were around our kids. We were at the center. They circled us. When you left, that energy was lost. Gravity diminished. You all floated off like a slow explosion that shook and shook. Sharon's children were grown and gone when he left. For them, she remained solid. There were no sad faces, no tears spilled over. She was no fragile structure. They had to walk around carefully. I needed to tell you, don't give it to your girlfriend. I can't see that chain on her at our kid's graduation. So you gave it to our son, who loves shiny things. It snaked around his slender neck, announcing itself. Don't wear it in the subway, you told him. You could get mugged. You texted me. Take it. Hold it for him. Like our children, it remains in my care, without asserting our connection. I hold it as one of my duties, like cooking food, pairing socks, preparing parties, making appointments with the orthodontist. It's no burden. I'm happy to watch it. Just as a servant might stand outside the window of a house she's left and listen to them murmuring inside. Someday, When I'm very old, I may gaze at it for days, nestled in its tiny velvet case, coiled and gleaming.
0: Thank you, Judy. Fantastic, as usual. Ciao, Zilda. My future in-laws are leaving. Ciao, Laerchi. Give Zilda and Laerchi a great round of applause. They're leaving tomorrow to go back to Brazil. Beiges. (laughs) Yeah. can't be sneaky at this open mic. (laughs) Especially if I'm marrying your daughter. (laughs) Our next reader, I believe is a Yop debuter, unless I'm mistaken. Give it up for Omar Cabrera. Omar Cabrera is dead to me now (laughs) how do you write your name here he crossed it off wrote it in and then he oh really by intern do you mean you (laughs) that was hilarious okay now now I'm good (laughs) I just think it's hilarious that Tess referred to herself as the intern okay Omar is not here we're on to the wait list we have three more poets The open mic, and then we are on to the main event. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen, for the main event? What was that? (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Our next reader is Gerald Wagoner. Give it up for Gerald. Yeah, 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 yeah,
10: yeah. Okay, um, okay, i just... All right, so, uh, yeah, I'm not use going the all the way. I'm going right here. Okay, got it? Use okay, use the mic. Good idea.
5: <laughs>
10: okay, here we go. Uh, yeah, this is... Uh, all right, a very good friend of mine died. Uh, so, uh, and... He was a uh, world-class journalist, worked for the Associated Press, was bureau chief in Saigon from 1968 to 1973. And uh, on the night of his wake, I went for a walk afterwards, and Richard's Wake: 10:417. When I first saw you in the coffin tonight, I believed it. But while your colleagues told telling tales about your mortal core. I sometimes glance over my shoulder. I almost caught you once, I think. It had all been a lie, an elaborate fraud. Your gut wrench, invasive surgery, your snapped hip, the slow, sure, shrinking, just a clever ruse. You're playing dead now, and you're pretty good at it, except for the suppressed grin. It's in all the slides, your grin. Your grin is irrepressible, so it's still a grin suppressed, repressed, or not, you know? Just how long do you think you can keep this up? Thank you,
0: Gerald. (laughs) It was entertaining. The poem was kind of sad, but also entertaining. But the lead-up was very entertaining. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Our next reader is a former Brooklyn poet student of mine, a brilliant poet. Give it up for Joe Nasta.
11: Hi, everyone. Um, I'm going to read a poem called My Body Is. One morning early, I was so alone and drunk, I pissed my pants on the concrete floor, a puddle, a pool of piss. Between the door and toilet, my legs... I was, so, and I couldn't, and I did not. A word for it is numb, is a dull ache, a please numb less, a longing for the emptiness of a chest without is numb, for a skull skull without is numb, the entire body of a man balanced, the force evenly distributed, every inch square of an inboard rib, of the inner lining of a curved skull, so pressurized and, and full and is numb, is not numb, but it is what it is a word for. My body is my body, is my body, is my body, is my body. Does not mean, not mean, not mean, not mean, not mean my body, does not mean, not mean my body, is my body, is not mean, not mean, not mean, I give, I do not want, I want to not, I give, I do not want to give, I do not want, I give, I do not want my body. I, I do not mean my body, does not mean, I want. I give, I give, I give, I give my body. Some bus trips, I go past my final destination in order to return to it. The order is out of itself. Disorder is discovered in and for no reason but itself. My body is my body is my body is not. My body is my body is my body is not take what I can give you. What you need I mean, my body. Take it does not mean I give you need. You take my body, take what I can give. It is not mine. Not mine, not me, not mine, not mine. It is not my body wants to give. You need I can take what I give. My means give to want. I need what can you give? I take your body. What to take I give. You can mean what I need. My body does not need my body does not need my body. Take what you can need. My body does not need. My body is not mine. One morning early, I was so alone and drunk, I pissed my pants. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Joe. Well done. Okay, final reader of the open mic. This feels appropriate. Just worked out this way. He was like, am I going to read tonight? And I was like, well, I'm not sure. We don't have time. But uh, it's working out. J- Rick, so Ricardo Hernandez. Let me tell you about Ricardo Hernandez. One moment. One moment. One moment. <laughs> Ricardo Hernandez was at the very first EOP, which was in April of 2013. Y'all motherfuckers are like, yeah, it's a good show, right? It's good. It's cool. People are here. He, he was here when there was like nine people here. <laughs> All right, so he gets more props from me than anyone else in the room. He's been yapping with us for over four years. Give it up for Ricardo Hernandez. That's right,
12: Alfred. That's right. Get on your job. I appreciate it. It's
9: my pleasure,
12: Ricky. <laughs> Funny story. I actually did not know that was the first yop. I asked him, like, six months later, how long you have been doing it for. He's like, you were here at the first one.
8: <laughs>
12: <laughs> what makes you a poet? Is it you? Crammed into a dark room, fluorescent eyes light page, each line a tapestry of rage, of lust, of anguish, of betrayal, tales of turmoil and epics of love, Each thread you sew into sonnet, into haiku, into acrostic, into chant, chanting for the next verse to rise, for the next metaphor to flourish, so you can bubble another page up for the pyre. Is it you that this funeral is for? The structural integrity is flawed. All these dead trees weep for you and have always wept for you. It only took a couple of decades and some thinly sliced reminders that you too go up the same in smoke as your poems do. It is you in the smoke that makes you a poet.
0: Thank you, Ricky. As I mentioned earlier, Ricky was our original Yawper of the Year, named it. <laughs> was that 2014, not 2013. 2014. Yeah. If you're wondering what the fuck the Yawper of the Year is, uh, we will explain <laughs> later tonight. That concludes part one of our December 11th, The Offcast, featuring J.P. Howard and our 12 readers from our open mic list. I'm going to make this as quick as possible so you can get on to part two, should you desire to listen to that, and our poem of the year, Smackdown. Just want to say congrats to Annie Virginia for winning poem of the month uh, for this December mic, I don't know why I'm suddenly losing the power of speech, but Annie's poem was called Prescription for Re-Entrance, and for that she has earned the first spot in our Poem of the Year Smackdown for 2018. It's a little bit confusing, but the clock for that starts in December, because of course our Poem of the Year Smackdown comes the following December, so we can't have a winner in December of that year. So, the december 2017 winner becomes the first contestant in the 2018 poem of the year smackdown i said i was going to keep this quick but it's definitely gone longer than it needed to so that is all for now hope you enjoyed part one and hope you are in for listening to part two because the poem of the year smackdown is amazing thanks for listening see you on part two